It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The Miami Dolphins 2023 Prospect Spotlight Series continues with Illinois running back Chase Brown. Who he is, what he would bring to this team, and where the Dolphins would need to consider drafting him to add him into the mix for 2023. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Dolphins fans, it's time to strap in another episode of Locked On Dolphins coming right at you. I am your host, Kyle Krabs, your team every day here on the Locked On Network. It is Sunday, April 9th, 2023, just a couple weeks away from the 2023 NFL Draft. So we are keeping our pedal to the metal this weekend looking at running backs that the Dolphins may draft and whether or not they'd be upgrades over what the team has on the roster in the here and now. If you're new to Locked on Dolphins, welcome to the show. I want to thank you guys for making Locked on Dolphins your first Miami Dolphins listen of the day. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs, lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, decade-long draft Nick, co-host of Locked on NFL Scouting with the Draft Dudes alongside Joe Marino, podcast dedicated to team building. You can find all of our podcasts here on the Locked on Network on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. This episode of Locked on Dolphins is sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on a journey of self-discovery from wherever you are at personally. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Locked on today to get 10% off your first month. Chase Brown is the subject of our personal exploration here on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. And Chase Brown was a player who Caught my eye in season uh, at the University of Illinois. Obviously, any time a player rushes for 1,600 yards and drops 150 yards on Iowa and Michigan, you're going to notice that player pretty quickly, especially in an offense where Illinois, they don't have too much other stuff working for them offensively there at that program. Uh, so this was a player who has has been a centerpiece of his offense at the college level playing in the Big Ten for the past two seasons now. So we're going to explore who Chase Brown is, uh, what Chase Brown would bring to the Dolphins roster that they may or may not have at this point in time. And then we're going to talk about what the draft outlook looks like for him as we continue this spotlight series. So let's start with Chase Brown with the athletic profile and who he is as a player. Uh, Chase Brown was born in March of twenty twenty or of two thousand, on March twenty first two thousand. So he's a twenty three year old rookie running back, and that number might scare you a little bit, but it's worth acknowledging he had less than two hundred carries in his first three seasons as a college football player. Now he was originally from uh, Western Michigan. He he and his brother Sydney. Uh, and his family are from Ontario, Canada. They moved to Florida uh, in order to position themselves to play high school and, and college football. And Chase originally committed to Western Michigan. He was there for one year. Then he transferred to Illinois. He's been there the last four seasons. Chase Brown, from an athletic profile standpoint, 
It's impressive cat, man. Uh, 509.5, so five foot nine and five eighths of an inch tall, 209 pounds at the NFL Combine, uh, 10 inch hands, 31 inch arms. Uh, those that length measurement's not really a needle mover for running backs, but what is a needle mover is this athletic profile, a 4.43 in the 40 yard dash with a 1.53 second 10 yard split. Those are 85th and 78th percentile amongst running backs to pass through the combine since the year 2000. A 40-inch vertical jump is 94th percentile of running backs to pass through the NFL Combine since the year 2000. A 10-foot-7-inch standing broad jump is 92nd percentile amongst running backs to come through the NFL Combine since the year 2000. And 25 reps on the bench press, 88th percentile. He also went to the Reese Senior Bowl, so I had a chance to see him up close and in person. Dude is rocked up. Now, I do think uh, his weight distribution, because he is he is pretty rocked up, uh, he's a little lean through the torso, and he's a little narrow um, through certain portions of his frame, but he's got huge legs. You can tell he lives in the weight room, um, carries his weight extremely well, and is obviously very, very explosive as a player. When you look at it biographically where he's come from, it's important to note uh, he had anchored the Florida State Champion 400-meter relay in track and field and holds his high school's 100-meter uh, dash school record in addition to his accolades on the football field. So track background, and that shows up on tape with Chase Brown pretty quickly. Uh, I do have a report from the time that I spent at Draft Network this past season before I left at the beginning of March. Um, and I want to read some snippets of that, but you can, of course, read the full thing by visiting thedraftnetwork.com and searching Chase Brown's name for that scouting report. But uh, some of the things that I included there I think would be helpful for you guys to know about who I think this player is based on the evaluation that I did in a vacuum because I scouted him for all 32 teams for Draft Network, and then I've graded him for the Dolphins specifically as the next step in that evaluation process. Brown projects as a viable, high-volume runner in the right system. He's got ample speed to burn and took important steps in 2022 to showcase himself as a high-volume runner who is cap capable of carrying a significant workload for periods of time if needed. He may not be a true mismatch, do-it-all type of back, but he's a home-run hitter with track speed and good instincts as a ball carrier. There's a pretty good foundation for outside zone-heavy teams looking for fresh legs in their running back stable. You can read between the lines and... and tell pretty quickly there's some overlap here for the Dolphins and Chase Brown and what the Dolphins want to do. He ended up logging a grand total of 328 carries and averaging five yards per carry for Illinois in 2022. That's a huge step forward for a player who had never exceeded 200 touches, let alone 200 carries in a season before 2022. But the fact that he did what he did and he showcased the productiveness that he had, I think is a very important step for Chase Brown to legitimize himself, and, and he has certainly, in my mind, positioned himself to be in the conversation to be a day-two pick when it's all said and done. Now, we'll talk about where exactly in day-two he would project to the Dolphins, and we'll talk about some of the specifics of his game that I think are super relevant for the Dolphins here uh, next on the show. But before we get there, uh, today's episode of Locked on Dolphins is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing and evolving. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react to the way we do until we talk through things. BetterHelp helps you connect with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are at now. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time with no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash locked on. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So Chase Brown, the football player. Again, I have this scouting report from Draft Network that I want to read snippets of that I think highlight where he's most pertinent to the Dolphins, and then I'm going to talk about how I graded him uh, and compare him to the talents that the Dolphins have on the roster right now. On the field, this is an ex- a direct excerpt from that Draft Network profile. On the field, Brown is an explosive runner whose track speed is obvious when he's provided with soft edges and he's able to quickly press through the A-level of defense. His dynamic acceleration and is quick to break angles of pursuit in the secondary which allowed him to gouge defenses seemingly weakly in route to a career year with the Illini in 2022. Brown's foot quickness allows him to set up tacklers and empowers him to remain patient on his runs pressing the line of scrimmage. He trusts his ability to get geared back up in a hurry and will force defenders to commit to gaps before breaking their commitment and into space. One area for Brown that may be a limiting area of his game is between the tackles and in short yardage situations. Brown has an impressive total of yards after contact, but I would not consider him to be a consistent pile pusher or a runner who plays through contact with consistency. Defenders can box him in and generally stifle his push. He had one exchange versus Wisconsin where he had multiple efforts inside the five-yard line and failed to churn the pile or fall out of contact to score and break the plane. Big time speed is the first thing that's super apparent when you watch him and they capture the edge and he gets outside. Linebackers that try to scrape and flow with him have a very hard time staying in his back hip. And furthermore, when he does pop big runs in between the tackles, because of his stature at 5'9 half, effectively, he does a nice job of patiently pressing up into the gap, forcing linebackers to kind of get up on their toes and start looking around. And next thing you know, he'll feel the crease. And because he has that acceleration, he'll pop that through that gain for this gouging run and create chunk gains with consistency on the ground. I think that was the thing about Chase Brown was he wasn't exclusively an outside zone success player. 
Now, I think there's some opportunities here for Chase Brown as he continues to mature as a professional football player to potentially be a little bit more consistent in taking the hard yards, uh, passing on three yards before contact and two yards after contact to try to bounce and get the run outside uh, and spill the run to the perimeter and use his speed in that regard. He's got the leverage, and he's was selective with it. I think that one of the instances that I remember where I was like, oh, okay, Chase, like you do have that club in the bag here. It's nice to see you show it, was at the Senior Bowl where they were in a goal line situation, and he knew as he's coming out of the mesh point that the defender that's trying to square him up and tackle him is a safety from Iowa, Riley Moss. And I also understand that it was at a senior bowl practice, but he ran straight through Riley Moss's face. (laughs) So um, he has the willingness and has flashed the willingness to take hard yards, but to consistently earn hard yards is not something that I necessarily thought uh, that was a consistent strength. Uh, If I were to give you the elevator pitch, the bullet points from the scouting report, it would say elite speed to the perimeter, proven home run hitting ability, promising explosion as a bell cow back, light feet to create subtle cuts and bend runs in with pace throughout the point of attack. So this is not a straight line, herky-jerky, try to redirect, then have to start back up again. There are these constant subtleties of redirections, and some of that is because of his stride. You think about some of the bigger backs and how they struggle with to get off the tracks because they have longer strides. At five nine and a half, Chase is built very low to the ground, and that explosiveness comes with a little bit of lateral mobility and agility as well because of how short his uh, gait is and how, how little distance naturally his steps require. Um, shows good appetite for pass protection, but I do think that's an area uh, for growth as well. Top reasons for concern does not appear to have the power to move the pile and earn tough yards between the tackles with consistency. Will likely get rotated out in short yardage and goal line situations for a heavier back as a result. Currently catches too many blows in pass protection, conceding space that could compromise his quarterback's throwing platform and passes on hard yardage to bounce to the perimeter at times. I think passing game is another area for Chase Brown that is an area of growth. He did catch 20-something footballs in 2022, um, but there wasn't a ton of versatility in his role in that regard at Illinois. And then he went to the Senior Bowl and he kind of struggled with drops and ball security. So a um, little bit of an incomplete player, uh, but a foundational player that has all of the bullet points that you would check for the Dolphins to say, well, he's definitely going to fit this outside zone system that we want to run. What's really fun is to hold Chase Brown up uh, to Raheem Mostert. And I actually did this over the weekend. I graded the Dolphins' top two backs in Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson because they're very different stylistic kinds of players. Chase Brown, in my mind, goes in the Raheem Mostert bucket because of his explosiveness, track background, speed to the perimeter. You have other backs that we're going to talk about, like Zach Charbonnet, who are more of the Jeff Wilson type of player as well. But Chase Brown, in the 10 traits, um, he scored fairly well. The, the traits that I gave him the highest marks for, I gave him a, an elite grade in explosiveness, 
I gave him a great grade in elusiveness. I gave him a great grade in durability. I gave him a great grade in his footwork. I gave him a good grade for contact, balance, and vision. Um, I gave him a good grade for contact balance. Pass protection, I graded as sufficient. Versatility in passing game work, I gave as sufficient. And ball security is a little bit of a bugaboo. Uh, th that was his worst trait that I had graded as well when putting him through the lens of the Dolphins through the, the 10 specific traits. So he grades out as about a 70, 79.6, so just short of an 80. Raheem Mostert, um, even in the midst of him being an older back, and I know there's concerns about him being an older back, but he doesn't have a ton of mileage, which I think is something that we can cling to and feel better about. Um, I think he's aging pretty gracefully. He had a career year last year. Now, the, the durability is a big red mark, and, and obviously Raheem um, got the fewest points that I would assign in any individual category uh, for his durability. Raheem scored it with an 83 through an NFL curve of the same evaluation that I'm grading the college kids on. Uh, so I do think Raheem Mostert has uh, some more stability in his game. But I do think Chase Brown as a player uh, offers some of the same skill sets. They were both fours for their explosiveness, as an example. I think they both have good vision. I think they have good elusiveness, even if their contact balance is not their strongest trait. And they're not super diverse in, in the passing game or what they bring you either. I th do think Raheem is a better pass protector than Chase Brown by a good bit right now, however. So that's, that's kind of what you're just going to put him up against the player that he would be brought in to help fulfill that role, that's how I stack Chase Brown up versus Raheem Mostert. Now, where would the Dolphins need to draft Chase Brown? That's a good question. It's what we're going to finish with here on the show, but not before we tell you about our friends over at FanDuel. The NBA playoffs are effectively here, and so is the baseball season. So there's lots of good action to get in at America's number one sports book. FanDuel, whether it's Grand Slams, no-hitters, double plays, baseball's back. And right now, new customers can step up to the plate at FanDuel and get themselves a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Bonus bets back if their first bet doesn't hit. So go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up, place your first bet, and get up to $1,000 in bonus bets back if it doesn't hit. So don't miss your chance to get that no-sweat first bet. Of up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today, go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. FanDuel, an official partner of Major League Baseball. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Also for your consideration, uh, we've had a, a really fun series of texts over the weekend over on the subtext. You can text the Dolphins to 305-419-3924 to chat and text about the Dolphins directly with yours truly. Um, 
the community that we're building over there is, is a lot of great people who are really interested in the team. We talked about the Christian Wilkins contract versus the Jeffrey Simmons extension that got done over the weekend, uh, what everybody would be willing to pay. Uh, some guys are asking me about uh, other prospects that we're not covering in our individual positional spotlight series as well and what I think of those players and potential fits for Miami. So uh, it's a lot of fun, and you get some behind-the-scenes looks at some of the materials that I use to prep for the draft and, and follow the Dolphins, whether it's this five-year salary cap table and roster assessment. Uh, but you can sign up today, get the first two weeks, find out if it's for you, cancel it, no charge if you feel like it's not. But if you're interested in finding out, you could text Dolphins to 305-419-3924 and chat with me. So let's talk a little Dolphins. Why don't you shoot me a text? Uh, the evaluation for Chase Brown is done, but the valuation is the last piece of the puzzle. And I already mentioned what I graded him, uh, 79.63. Ironically enough, I did do a, a actual numbers grade on a number of traits that overlap with draft network and if i evaluated chase brown in a in a vacuum not for the dolphins he graded out as a 78 he graded out as a 79.6 for the dolphins specifically so this is a player who i think his projection directly into this system is more friendly than if you were blanket evaluating him across the entire nfl where that puts you I think is an interesting discussion because you have B. John Robinson and Jameer Gibbs and Zach Charbonnet who are generally perceived to be the top three backs predictively in this class. After that, I think it kind of opens up. Is it Kenny McIntosh as an unspectacular but consistent do-it-all player? Is it Tajay Spears from Tulane in spite of the medical questions that he has? Is it Sean Tucker from Syracuse with his potential? Is it Devin Achain with his explosive speed from Texas A&M? Wouldn't be for me. But uh, there's some people that are out, or is Chase Brown the next guy or another guy that we're going to talk about here in the next 24 hours on the show? Is he a band of Canada from Pittsburgh? Who Anybody who listened to the 2023 offseason blueprint is familiar with that name. It's wide open. I could see a world where Chase Brown is RB4 off the board. I could see a world where Chase Brown is RB9 off the board. I think it becomes very elementary with what picks the Dolphins have. However, if you want him, your chance to land him is going to be at pick 84. I think 51 is too early. The only back I would be in consideration at pick 51, in my mind, in part because of the depth of the class and the value of the position in general, would be Jameer Gibbs. If Jameer Gibbs isn't there, okay, we're probably going to take a trench player in some capacity at 51, whether it's a tight end, an offensive lineman, or defensive lineman. And then see how the board falls at 84. I can foresee a fairly direct pathway based on my own evaluations of these running backs where Chase Brown is the best running back available at pick 84. And the fact that he's he scores comparably to Raheem Mostert, I don't think he scores better than Raheem Mostert, and four points in, in a 100-point scale is not a small thing, especially when one of them is a projection-based evaluation. If you want him, 84 is your spot to get him, unless you trade down. And then you want to play the game and see if he's still there and kind of incrementally try to chip away and pick up a couple mid-day three picks in the process and move down the board and let let other teams decide which player you're going to end up taking, which is not a strategy I particularly love. 
So as far as I'm concerned, Chase Brown is 84 bust, if you want him. We'll see if the Dolphins do or not. If you want more Locked On Dolphins in your life, here's some good news for you. we got a lot of shows coming this week because we are trying to get running backs done, we're trying to get guards done, we're trying to get defensive tackles done, and we're trying to get linebackers done all before the draft. So you can expect a lot of volume here on Locked On Dolphins. Uh, your team every day. We don't just say it, we live it. So make sure you keep it locked in right here on Locked On Dolphins on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Appreciate you guys checking out the show. Make it a great rest of your day. I'll be back to talk to you all again soon about Pittsburgh running back Izzy Abanacanda, who's the next 2023 prospect spotlight. Hope to see you then. Until then, peace. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.